Welcome to the Sacred Defiance podcast. This one's for the rebels, for the rule breakers and risk takers, for the ones who aren't afraid to get a little bit dangerous. Because we're staging a jailbreak. We're breaking out of the prison. Good girl conditioning has held so many of us hostage in and claiming the power that's rightfully ours. So we can get on with the business of being happy and free and doing our great work in the world. So if that's your jam, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Ashley Morgan. Let's go to the show. Welcome back to the Sacred Defiance podcast. We are going to jump right back into our boundaries series. It kind of became its own thing all on its own. And uh, today we're going to talk about how boundaries are neutral and the stories that we tell around boundaries that end up giving them their like energetic and emotional charge and often end up being the things that kind of cause us to resist um, putting some of those limits in place, honoring the standards, upholding what we really know to be true for ourselves. Uh, so that's going to be the focus of today's episode. Of course, I do want to remind you that my new three-month coaching container, one-on-one Badass Boundaries, is open for enrollment. You can reach out to me on Instagram via DM at Ashley Morgan Live if it's something that you are interested in. Truly, it is for the woman who's like, you know what? My energy, focus, presence, internal resources are just depleted because I'm saying yes to a whole lot of shit I don't want to be saying yes to. And I need to I need to reclaim my life. I need to get my life back. I need to maybe even for the first time get back truly into the driver's seat and stop over-functioning, over-giving, over-doing, over-scheduling, over-committing all the things so that I actually have energy to prioritize the things that are most important. This is for you if you know personally and professionally you have, you know, goals that you want to achieve, a way that you want to live, a way that you want to experience yourself and your life and and be in your relationships, but you've just been emotionally exhausted and uh, need to just kind of get out of the cycle of doing too much. This this is for you. So like I said, hit me up on Instagram at Ashley Morgan Live uh, for more details on what that can look like for the both of us working together. Okay, let's jump in. So recently I shared on my Instagram stories a food shot. <laughs> and I'm not one of those people that typically shares like meals and things like that. I mean, I think I, I, I'm, I'm a lot more apt to share my morning coffee or an evening glass of red wine, which I haven't had in forever. Um, took an unexpected kind of hiati- hi- hiatus from Cabernet. I know, I know it misses me. We'll, we'll be reunited soon, I'm sure. <laughs> oh man. But, uh, anyhow, so I shared on my IG stories recently that I have a newfound love for black beans. And I'll, I'll tell you, one of the things that led me to this was I was trying to find another protein source that wasn't meat and it wasn't dairy. And so I started looking at that. And then 
um, I started looking for options and black beans came up and I was like, well, I do like them. You know, usually they're in like a burrito bowl of some sort. And then I just started to look at recipes on Pinterest and I was like, man, you can, they're so versatile. You can do a lot of different things with them. So I started by just like adding them to like my morning scramble. Like I usually eat eggs and spinach and sausage or something. Um, in the morning I have found, uh, well, I shouldn't say always in the morning because because I'm not always amazing at eating a meal as soon as I get up. But I do try to make the first meal of the day that I have protein heavy. I just, I'm satisfied throughout the day. I lift weights and generally work out, you know, six, seven days a week um, in some way, shape or form. And so I'm always looking for how do I get more protein into my diet? And so anyhow, be black beans were a way to do that. So I start adding them into everything. And I'm like obsessed, like fully and completely obsessed. And so I shared them on my story recently. And it was so funny because right away, uh, people were messaging me like, oh my God, I love black beans. I use them all the time. This is how I cook them. Uh, I had uh, one person tell me, oh my God, I'm from Brazil. This is like a traditional Brazilian meal. Like this is, we have these almost every day, basically. And then I had someone else tell me, oh my God, these are disgusting. And I can't even believe that you are regularly consuming these like by choice. You know, I had a couple of people kind of feel strongly about the black beans. And what was funny is just that the black beans in and of themselves, completely neutral. But depending on each individual person's life experiences, you know, patterns of consumption, um, just their filter, their bias, the meaning around the black beans changed. The meaning for some people was like, oh my God, this reminds me of home. This is like a traditional family meal. This is amazing. I love that you're doing this. And someone else is like, oh my God, I love black beans. They're so filling. They're so flavorful. Like, you know, they're so adaptable. Like you can, you know, add all sorts of different seasonings and they kind of take on flavor really well. And then you had other people who felt, you know, the complete opposite that were like, oh my God, this is awful. Like, why would you be doing this to yourself? And again, the black beans in and of themselves were completely neutral. Like <laughs> they had no meaning one way or the other. The meaning was inferred based on the story each person was telling about the beans. And that's what I want you to see here around boundaries, right? As we have talked and will continue to talk about until we're off the boundary series. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how long this is going to last because I just really feel like it's a conversation we need to continue have, having. Um, boundaries are a self-advocacy skill. And man, if there's anything I'm passionate about in 2023, it is, um, and gosh, passionate just seems even kind of flimsy. Like I am, I am so committed and so determined to teach, um, you know, to learn it at deeper and deeper levels myself and to also teach you who spend time with me in this, you know, online world and in real life and all the places and all the things, you, my clients, like, I just, oh, I want to scream it from the rooftops. Uh, you've, you, the way to getting what you want in your life personally professionally, just in all the places, is you learning how to advocate 
for yourself. And the fact of the matter is, it's like women were not optimized to think of ourselves first. We were conditioned, we were programmed from the time that we were kids. And and honestly, like just jumping out of the womb, we were conditioned to think about how other people feel before we think about ourselves. That's how we've been wired. That's how we've been programmed. It's how we've been conditioned. It's how we've been optimized, honestly, which is why I can feel like learning a foreign language and trying to communicate in a foreign language when it comes to you needing to be able to express what it is that you want, what it is that you need, what it is that you desire. So it's really important for you to know that. Like, it's it's it feels uncomfortable because you weren't taught to do it. <laughs> and now, and, and, and here's what I'll say. Eventually what happens is you get to a point in your life where you, you like kind of survey the land and you're like, how the hell did I get here? I am exhausted. I am burnt out. I am not unfulfilled. I'm unhappy. I am not feeling satisfied and lit up by my life. And you recognize that you're in this place of like discontent. And then you're like, okay, I've got to do something about this. I mean, I've talked Oh, I've talked a lot about my one of my turning point moments in December of, you know, 2015, just kind of waking up and realizing, hey, you've checked all the boxes, man, you've got a degree, you've got a six figure job, you've been married and in your relationship for over a decade, you've got great friends, great family, and, you know, you can travel, you've got some money in the bank, like, but why are you still unhappy? Like, <laughs> And I just, the story is so ah, excruciatingly common, truly. Uh, And so I just, I, I want that narrative, honestly, to die with this generation. And I think the fastest, quickest, like, pathway to do, to do that, to make sure that you know, my niece who's seven isn't getting into her late 30s, like, feeling like she can't say no to things and feeling like, you know, she is beholden to this life that she doesn't really want where like it's not her idea like that narrative for women like I just I wanted to die and I wanted to die with my generation and I believe you know learning the skills around self-advocacy are just they're really the keys to doing that because when you learn how to advocate for yourself and back yourself and it doesn't feel foreign and it doesn't feel uncomfortable it just feels like the most normal natural thing to do like your whole world opens up, right? When you realize you actually have agency and power and control and choice and you're using your voice and you are, you know, free to like go out and create and and like be the fullest, most unique, most fully expressed version of yourself, like Oh, like it's just it's magical. There's something truly that opens up for you in terms of happiness and satisfaction and joy and fulfillment and peace oh, and, and all these good things that just open up for you when you really come into that realization. And so I'm so committed to teaching self-advocacy. And, you know, I wish that it wasn't a skill that we had to like formally teach, you know, unfortunately we do. <laughs> Until it does not feel uncomfortable for a woman to say no or cancel or back out of a commitment or, you know, voice her opinion or express herself fully or articulate a need or, you know, make any sort of request or demand until the dominant narrative around those things isn't, it's a struggle, it's hard, it's uncomfortable, it's awkward, then 
we keep talking about self-advocacy. So boundaries are a self-advocacy skill. They help you get what you want in life and uh, in work and in your relationships. And truly, I, I really believe that they are they are the standards you get to hold for yourself, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest um, misconceptions around boundaries. And that's just that they're about other people like they absolutely are not about other people at all. They're really about you setting the standard for how you want to experience yourself and the relationship you have with yourself and your preferences and your desires and your wants and your needs and and then how you go out into the world and make that non-negotiable, you know, like other people don't have to meet your expectations, right? But you should feel confident and comfortable enough and powerful enough and um, equipped to say what you want and say what you need and allow other people an opportunity to match that, right? Like you get to say, this is what I want and this is what I need and do so unapologetically, not lacking kindness, not lacking consideration, um, and also truly prioritizing yourself, um, and then see if other people are, are are equipped to to meet those needs and to meet those desires and see, you know, like, you know, I, I say, you get to renegotiate the contract, right, That of, of all the relationships that you're in, whether that's with another human being or it's with something like your job, like renegotiate the contract terms. If it's not working, elevate the standard, raise the standard, like let it shift, let it change, let it adjust, give yourself permission to change your mind and do something different and want something different rather than being stuck in, you know, like wearing a pair of shoes that's like two sizes too small. Like if it doesn't fit anymore, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't make you wrong and it doesn't make the other person wrong. It doesn't make the job wrong. It just means that things have changed. So I feel like I got a little passionate and a little... mm, off track a little bit. So I want to get back to my story about the black beans, right? I share, I love black beans. The black beans, neutral. <laughs> Completely neutral. Other people's story around the black beans is what was, you know, caused their emotional reaction to my story share. And so as it relates to you and your boundaries, it is the same your boundaries are completely neutral. They do not have an energetic charge. They don't have an emotion. They don't have, your, your boundaries are, are a data point. Where they get meaning, where they get emotion comes from the story being told around the boundary. Both the story that you're telling yourself about the boundary and setting the boundary and all of that, and also how other people through their own lived experiences, through their own biases, through their traumas, through their life experiences are interpreting the boundary of which, like all of that, you have absolutely no control over. I'm going to say that again. How someone else perceives your boundary, how how they see your boundary, how they feel about your boundary, you have control over absolutely none of it. (laughs) I hope that is good news for you, my friend. I really do. Because if you have no control over it, you can't be responsible for it. Because when you understand the relationship between mind and body and 
how the unconscious mind works. And when you think about the fact that emotion happens in the body, it's it's a uh, it's your mind trying to get your body to do something to take an action. Like if we were to go back to like caveman days, you needed the emotional reaction of fear to cause you to run if you were in danger. So mind had to interpret, you know, a lion or a tiger uh, as a threat. Mind had to see the threat, had to perceive the threat, had to cause an emotion in your physical body so that you run in order to keep you alive. Because remember, brain is wired for safety and security. That's what it's going to do. It's going to be trying to keep you alive. And so that technology is really, it's what's running the show in all of us. That is the programming. That's the operating system that's like underneath it all, underneath everything. And so when we think about like emotions and sensations and feelings in your body, all emotion happens in the body based on what mind is interpreting, how mind is looking at data, the story mind is telling about the thing in front of you, and the sensation, the emotion is being created to get you to do something. So when you think about yourself feeling fear, you usually feel fear in your body because mind is saying there is some sort of threat and you need to run. You need to get out of this situation. And so what happens with boundaries is if we have avoided setting boundaries and then we go to do it, right? Anything that you avoid, mind perceives as potential threat. If you've not been doing it and you've been actively in avoidance and doing it, then mind is telling the story that, oh yeah, this is not safe. Do not do this. Like we need to avoid this. We need to, <laughs> we need to get out of here. This is not okay. And so then you go to do it and, and your body starts sending off alarms, there start to be alarm signals in your body and it's fear, right? And fear can be felt and sensed in a lot of ways. Maybe your heart races, maybe your palms sweat, maybe your mouth goes dry. Like you're generally, you start to feel a little bit of an, you know, adrenaline rush because you're like, really like mind is trying to get you into a a place of like temporary strength so that you can run and so blood starts to rush to your extremities Um, not because it's going to actively help you in 2023 in most cases right unless you're in some sort of physical harm uh, you know that that is not those aren't useful things to be happening, but but they are normal. They are primal. They are conditioned. So if you have felt like, man, I, I want to set some boundaries, but I got some resistance here, it's because of mind interpreting the boundary or that you want to set as like bad, as something to be afraid of. And so causing this like uncomfortable sensation in your body. And so what is really important to do is to recognize, oh, okay, I see what's happening here. I'm I'm tell I've been telling myself generally a story that might sound something like that. And so this is this is specifically related to setting boundaries, but it can be applied to anything, right? So let's say you want to set some boundaries, but the story you're telling yourself is people are going to be mad at me. <laughs> if I start if I start putting up limits, if I start saying no, if I start like asking for more of what I want, if I start speaking up more, if I start 
um, like prioritizing myself more. If I start doing all of these things, other people are going to be disappointed. They're going to be mad at me. They're going to think I'm a bitch. They're going to think I'm an awful person. They're going to think I'm selfish. They're going to think I'm greedy. Like I want you to really think about even just listening to that those words, that collection of words, how does it make you feel in your body? It doesn't make you feel excited. It doesn't make you feel powerful. It doesn't make you feel energized. It doesn't make you feel like, oh, yes, that's exactly what I'm shooting for. And so you're not going to set the boundary if that's the story that you are telling yourself. Even if you want to do it, even if you want to move forward as, um, you know, somebody with more limits and, and elevated standards and, you know, even if you want to experience something different and you know that you need to like kind of put some put some some guardrails up because you've been overdoing it, over functioning, um, your your insides are going to be like, ah, like, you know, if that's the story that you're telling. And so that's your story, right, uh, that you get to shift and you get to change, right? I want you to feel into this. What happens when you start thinking about the people that you love and the people who are in your life and the people that you're in a relationship with and um, how your life will be better if you set the boundary, right? If you start saying, man, I'm so grateful that the people that I love and the people that I'm in a relationship with, they really love me. They really support me. They really want the best for me. They want me to be energized. They want me to be more present in my relationships. They want me to like be rested and have a lot of well-being. They want me, they want the best for me, you know, and and my company and my boss, they understand that when I am able to like rest and I'm able to focus and I'm able to really like prioritize my well-being and myself and take days off and take sick days when I need them, that they get a better employee. They get a better version of me. They get me as a better leader. I have more creativity. I have more intelligence. I have more logic. I have more understanding. I have more perspective. And this benefits the company. It makes them money. Like when you start leaning into those stories that like life is going to be better, not just for you, because yeah, it's going to be better for you. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be able to truly prioritize what matters. You know, you're going to be able to give your energy to the things that matter to you most. Like, of course it benefits you, but then it also benefits the world around you. When you start telling that story around your boundaries, they get so much easier to start identifying. They get so much easier to start setting. They get so much easier to start honoring because you see, you, you've, you've shifted the energy around them. Just like back to my black beans. The black beans are neutral, right? The energy around them had everything to do with the story being told about them. The folks who loved them and the folks who didn't love them. The black beans in and of themselves didn't change. Same with your boundaries. Your boundaries are energetically neutral with no emotional charge. And the story, like that you feel differently setting them when you're telling yourself a different story and knowing that you can't actually control other people's interpretation of them. And so as much as you want to try to control it, as much as you want to try and, you know, manage how other people perceive the limits and standards and preferences that you have for your life, you can't actually, just like somebody can't do it for you. And so set the freaking boundary, lady. Like, I love you. And I say this with like loving directness as clients tell me that I have. Like, 
set the damn boundary, put up the limit, right? Put up the limit. You are completely, completely empowered to do so because it is your life and you are the leader of your life. There is no one, like there are not boundary police out there in the world who are going to come by and say, oh, you're looking a little bit emotionally exhausted right now. I'm going to go ahead and need you to set a boundary around your energy and start saying no, start doing less. Typically, people are not doing that. They are not policing your boundaries for you. You have to do that for yourself and not from a place of, you know, um, of meanness or spite or out of like anger or frustration, but truly coming from a place of fierce self-compassion, radical self-love, and just a desire to show up in your life energized and present and at peace and just like, man, like you get to live a good life. Like your life gets to be good. And however you decide that is for you, like whatever you decide that is, whatever values you want to have in place that really support that, you get to prioritize those things. And it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. And that means once those values are set, once those priorities are set, you get to uphold standards and limits and preferences and boundaries uh, around the things that actually matter. So I think I've said all that needs to be said around the boundary situation, (laughs) at least for this episode. I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to reinforce it again. Boundaries are completely neutral. They have no energetic charge. They get meaning and they get emotion based on the story being told about them, the story your mind is telling about them, and the story other people's mind is telling about them. And so your job in setting boundaries is to know, number one, you can't control other people's perception of you and it is completely futile to try to do so. Um, To try and attempt to control what other people are thinking and feeling about you is completely impossible. You just just simply can't do it. You can't make them see you in a specific way. Um, And then understand that when you tell a different story to yourself about your boundaries, setting them gets easier. When you tell the story of this is out of love, this is out of self-respect, this is out of self-esteem, these are empowered choices, this is allowing me to live a life that's more aligned with my value system and what really matters and what's really important to me. When you're telling that story, then of course, like the natural outgrowth is just you doing and saying and showing up and operating as that person, like you just becoming the person who values yourself very highly and therefore goes out into the world and places a and just an an expectation on the environment around you to match the level of value you hold about yourself. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Of course, if you're listening thinking, oh my God, I need help. I need to do more of this. I want to do more of this. You know what to do. Hit me up over on Instagram at Ashley Morgan Live and uh, inquire about Badass Boundaries. Three months, one-on-one, you and me, three calls a month, uh, audio coaching uh, throughout the week, uh, and just going through really auditing every single area of your life and looking at where you want to elevate the standard 
like where you want to prioritize your values more and then strategically number one how to actually do that what conversations do you need to have what limits do you need to put in place what boundaries do you need to drop down what do you actually say in these difficult conversations and also me doing my wizardry in your mind around dissolving guilt right because often again the feeling that we feel has everything to do with how mind is perceiving information and what stories, what things have happened to us in the past that have are, are contributing to why we're in telling telling the story that we are. And so um, I go in and I do my thing in your mind and help dissolve some of that emotion so that you can feel better as you move forward prioritizing yourself. So I do some work, you do some work, you get a guide uh, and you won't recognize your life truly when you honor and uphold boundaries that like are anchored in your values and anchored in your priorities your life feels radically different and I want that for you so deeply so I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode so I hope you enjoyed the podcast I hope something I said today was valuable for you and useful uh, that you can take away and use in your day-to-day life. Have any questions or feedback on the episode, definitely hit me up on Instagram at Ashley Morgan Live. And if you're thinking, man, I definitely need some support and I would like to work with you, um, also just drop me a note there. And of course, if you are, again, enjoying the show, and it's resonating with you, would love it if you would subscribe and share it with a friend, leave a review. All of those things help us grow this conversation. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode.